Oh yeah, we're back. It's harvest time, people. It's lunchtime. Lunchtime and harvest time. We got slim drinkings. Frost is on the pumpkins. <laughs> the we're bringing in the sheaves. What? What? Sheaves? Sheaves? Bringing the sheaves. Like sheep? No, Multiple it's sheep? like the sheaves of grain. Is that what they call it, or am I, I mispronouncing know. something? I have no idea. Reeves? I'm pretty sheaves. Christopher Reeves of grain. We're bringing him in. All right. Yep. The boozacopia has been deployed. And his return, yeah. And the... Oh, yeah, he's still in, my... he's still in the corner of my little screen. The scarecrow sits athwart the whole thing. He still has... Look at him eyeing that Johnny Walker. He knows what's up. <laughs> he knows what's going down after lunch. Yep. It's all good at <laughs> lunch. Uh... Damn, what are we going to talk about this week? So let us know if this is too loud. We're not sure. We got the new mixer and everything. So I was concerned because we recorded the uh, American Horror Podcast today and it seemed like everything was blowing out. I had to fix in post-production. but uh, And and, and also when we started video everything, I'm still, I feel like I'm peeking over there. I don't know. We we still haven't completely mastered the new mixer. Mm. We're the men in black today. Somehow we coordinated our wardrobe. I, I think it's just because I wear a black shirt basically all every the time. day. And then sometimes day, when I throw on a black shirt, then it's uh, yeah risky business. I suppose so. Mm. So what are we talking about today? Uh, I don't know. I voted this <laughs> week. You did? Would you like to hear my impressions of the, I, the process? I was going to vote, but I wasn't registered in Ohio yet. I could have you damn gone young people. to Indiana and maybe voted. You damn young people. But not on the stuff that I wanted to vote on. <laughs> uh, so, so it's interesting. It's a historic election for Ohio this year because they had finally got a citizen rent initiative on the ballot to legalize marijuana. What's that? It's it's a, apparently it's a type of grass. Oh, we that, can't grow grass in this country? That people are concerned about. Apparently not. I mean, hmm. you you look at the yards and... And apparently bluegrass and crab. Can I smoke bluegrass? Are the t- <laughs> See, now you're getting right. You're jumping right to the lead. Oh, um, okay. yeah. So it's interesting. I vote. I vote at every opportunity that I get because, uh, you know, I think it's important as our, our citizens. But I was especially interested in this because the polling showed that a majority of Ohioans supported legal marijuana. And, you know, I'm a... Uh, I'm a legalize everything guy, right? Sure. Uh, like I, I'm not Most everything. I have never tried heroin or meth or cocaine or painkillers, but my, my Vicodin. Well, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I have had, I've had, I've had painkillers. Uh, but my position is however bad you think those drugs are prohibition. It increases the wealth of a criminal element and turns our uh, police force into, you know, anti-citizen thugs and erodes our uh, freedoms as as individuals. I mean, it's it's no, you know, it's one of the reasons we have the highest per capita prison population in the world. So I was like, okay, my and, and I've talked to it before, like I'm always leery of the you know legalizing marijuana because that seems like a low hanging fruit, and I feel like that once that's done, there's a lot of people won't be interested in pushing through other reforms. But whatever, you know, even Ohio's a decriminalized state, which means that everything like simple possession of under an ounce is uh, essentially a misdemeanor on the same line as like a traffic ticket. 
but there's a lot of caveats to that. And I, I read a PDF uh, or I read some, some journal a couple of months ago that said still in Ohio, there's over 10,000 people a year, 79% minorities that are being arrested for marijuana because there's a lot of things like, you know, if you have like a, if, if let's say you have, um, two eight ounce eight ounces of weed on you then they can get you for intent to distribute because you've got it packaged up and ready to go if you have a quantity of marijuana and a, a piece of paraphernalia a pipe if you will uh that can also accelerate it to where it's back to being a felony Intent so, to smoke. What? Intent to smoke. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Simple. It's simple possession. Now you're doing aggregated possession, Jim. These whatever. like man. If I was a judge, these loopholes wouldn't fly. But you know what? Go fuck here's yourself. Here's the thing. The other thing with about your two baggies is intent sure, to distribute. Sure. The other thing about the law is that the judge's hands at a lot of times are tied because it's mandatory Sometimes, minimum. Yeah. So they want to let you off easy, but they literally cannot do anything but what the the law allows. Well, they can just dis- probably dismiss charges on certain things right and that's up to the prosecutor like the judge just gets to decide i mean the judge i don't know what power the judge has to set aside things honestly yeah i'm not sure either, but i know that but... there seems to be a lot of uh, I've, I've seen documentaries the most recent one was the house i live in where there's one ju- judge is just bemoaning the fact that uh you know everything's by weight and by class and if he you you go before his bench with a certain amount of weight and a certain amount of priors then you're going to go away for life and there's nothing you can do about it yeah yeah, yeah. uh so you know, I think it's a crime that anyone would go to jail for any kind of possession of marijuana. So obviously I was for this. Now, what's interesting about Ohio is that uh, our legislature is rapidly anti-marijuana. Uh, and mm. th- th- they've been trying for 10 years to get, you know, some kind of medical something going here. And they finally did. Uh, Ohio is one of those states that has an initiative led. So you can actually uh, a, a citizen, the citizenry can in can can vote for a proposition that can become an amendment to the constitution. And that's what happened. They, this, these, this outfit called responsible Ohioans, uh, responsible Ohio rather, uh, spearheaded this bill and they paid like $20 million to, con- con- to collect the signatures necessary. Cause there's a couple other, uh, outfits that have tried this too. I think there's like OTEP and a couple others, but they never got anywhere near close to signatures to even get it on the ballot. This place got the money and the canvassers and they did it. The problem is these 10 backers wrote themselves a little provision that only they can grow commercially the marijuana that can then be distributed yeah. to the retail locations. And what that did is that split the anti-prohibition people between the, like, the young, you, you, you got the people that just want legal weed at any cost. And you got the people that are like, because they're libertarian or they're free market or whatever. Like what is this monopoly bullshit or this oligarchy bullshit? So um, I, I showed up to the ballot. I, uh, first of all, the official Ohio voter thing showed me the wrong location, the wrong poll to go to. Huh. Uh, it was like, good job. It Ohio. took me 30 minutes to find it. Cause I actually found a poll that wasn't even my poll. I recognized it because it had shit tons of, you can always see a poll. You can spot a, lo- a polling location a mile away because it's got American flags everywhere. There's like a hojillion political signs in it. And there's always a bunch of mooks standing outside handing out voter guides and, mm-hmm. you know, all this, which I think is kind of bullshit. It's like there's like laws like you can you can't get within 50 feet of the polling door, yeah. but like get the, the fuck off the property. 
Like, yeah, if yeah. someone's showing up day of and doesn't know what they're voting for, then whatever. Vote by party or blind luck, whatever. And if they do, then get the fuck out of my way. It's like, it's just, I don't know, it feels skeezy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my I, I go in there, and it's just nothing but old people. Like, I, I went before this board of four people with i They're trying to figure out how to use an iPad to look up my voter registration records. And the youngest person, maybe if I'm being generous, was 67. And also, I noticed this was like at nine-ish in the morning. I am by far the youngest person. Me and Cecily, well, Cecily is the youngest person, but we are by far the youngest people that are waiting in line to vote. And I'm like, oh, shit. This seems like a young person's issue. Uh, and then, so polls before the election showed that it's a slim majority. It was like 47, 4, 46 against with a margin of error of like 4%. Mm. It got destroyed. 65% of the Ohio population voted against it, 35, 4, which now is like, you know, there's this all this hue and cry about, oh, well, so goes, so goes Ohio, so goes the nation. And this has set back the whole nation. And, but I don't know, because no. there's no. Sorry, so, Ohio. You're not that important. I, I don't you're going to see worried. everybody else around you legalizing this shit. And if you want to be the last holdout, fine, whatever. But uh, it's creeping across the country. There's no putting the genie I get back it, in the bottle. But there's creeping like so. Here's the thing. It's exactly like gay marriage. Exactly. Right, but it's exactly like gay marriage. It's a crime that if we're going to go ahead and do this thing, you got. Let's say it takes ten more years to be legal in Ohio. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred thousand more people in jail. Sure, I agree. So that's, that's the thing where I, I find it hard to understand the people that, that wanted to legalize this and end this system, but the, the monopoly was such a hangout, hang up mm-hmm. that they were willing to have you know, 10,000 people a year put in jail. Best thing about the political process, you can sit there and scorn those people or you can roll up your sleeves and like, okay, well, I guess the monopoly shit doesn't work. Uh, the other thing about it is like you can grow like it was going to allow up to eight ounces of possession of, of, of marijuana to possess. You could grow your own, like have up to four mature plants at once for every person, but you had to register with the state and pay a $50 cultivation fee or some shit like that. Um, but I don't know, because here's the thing. Like I've, since I've moved here, I've watched this legalization thing and none of the grassroots that want to pass a clean amendment that doesn't have grassroots. monopoly. haha. Uh, that doesn't have a monopoly that lines their own pockets. Um, None of them can get the money in the organization necessary to get it on the ballot. Mm -hmm. And also here's the other scuzzy thing about the Ohio political process is as soon as this proposition uh, uh, prop three got on the bill, the legislators added another one that essentially said, do you want to allow monopolies to be written into the constitution? And the other thing is, this was the marijuana monopoly bill. And like, the, I was reading through the language of both ballots, and it's yeah. like, you know, would you like to protect the Constitution against manipulation by money, or would you like to vote for the evil monopoly marijuana bill? Yeah, um, there's, because there's, there's the, nothing special about that. I mean, the Patriot Act, come on. Right. But I mean, that's what's it's interesting is that the citizen led initiative couldn't write their own language on the ballot. Gotcha. The, the, government that didn't want to pass marijuana got to write and there was lawsuits about even that stuff but now the ohio has also adapted this other statute which it sounds like okay fine there's no uh, monopolies allowed in the constitution it's too late to stop the casinos who hoarded up a couple years ago but whatever that seems like it's good on the face of it but the language is written so broad that essentially anything that tries to establish a tax rate 
which I can't believe a marijuana amendment is not going to say anything about tax rates because that's yes. the principle for the government, the principal benefit for passing this other than not throwing your fucking citizens in jail is that it's like woohoo, cha-ching levels of money. Ask Denver, ask Washington and those folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like that. And there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of other ne- nebulous language that I feel like they put in here just so that if someone does try to pass a clean bill later, that, they can shoot it down and make it harder to pass because it's like, Oh, this whole thing. Like if, if that language triggers, Probably. it becomes like a two step process where you have to vote that yes, you want to line someone's pockets or raise taxes or form a monopoly or whatever. And then you have to actually answer yes or no for the issue itself. It's just going to be confusing and a mess. Sure. That's what politics is, man. I know it's just, it's the first time in a long time I've actually been bummed out about it because like I was expect, I didn't expect to win once I saw that the kind of the libertarian leaning part, part of the party was like, fuck this, but I didn't expect the ass kicking. And I am worried that it's going to harsh the buzz of the country moving towards, you know, legalizing a fairly benign drug. I mean, we are not the first state to say no to legal marijuana. Yeah, no. California did five years ago. Still don't have legal marijuana. <laughs> I mean, even since like Colorado and Washington have done it. You know? I don't, I see, I, I knew that was- sure there were, were others that said no to it. I know Colorado rejected one. And then the one that made it on is because essentially an angel donor came in and like paid for them, anonymously paid for all of the political money and all that stuff to happen. But I don't know. Yep. That's why you need to donate to Bald Move. Well, <laughs> We'll yeah, donate. We'll get yeah, the twenty we got, million. We got 20 we'll donate million in the in the the club couch. Uh, donate cushions. it as a donor for this cause, and yeah, yeah, there we go. But it's the other thing is like I think it's interesting. I don't know because like there's uh, this phrase, uh, "All politics are local," and so I'm actually one of those weirdos that goes through and looks at like all the council members. Like one, I voted for one guy because he was running on a platform to increase pedestrian. Uh, crossing make it easier to cross uh, for pedestrian crossings on 32 well shit that would affect my life because like i could walk i could walk 99 percent of the time to get around and do shopping and do all that stuff but i can't because there's like a five fucking lane highway and there are no sidewalks there's no this, sidewalks this place doesn't have sidewalks period it has sidewalks but the places like they, they they're all in the neighborhoods and then they stop on the main thoroughfare where yeah. you want to actually get to somewhere to like go to a grocery store or go, yeah, you know, it's, it's you can crazy. tell that like less than 15 years ago, probably this was a nowhere, but fucksville, like yeah. <laughs> just country road, nothing yeah. out here probably. Yeah. And it just grew up and it's grew up way too fast. And yeah. then, <clears throat> ever since we moved here, which is like a Tom been, Petty song. God damn it. <laughs> every, since we moved here, which has been almost two years now, uh, it's been under construction. Yeah. Like this whole thing. Cause you know, when you have Thanksgiving between Thanksgiving and Christmas, this turns into a madhouse. Cause we're like right at this bizarre terminus of, uh, you know, major residential area and there's a big shopping mall and it just turns into a, a, a mess mm. and they've just ripped it out and been redoing it. It's kind of nice. I think they're about done, but they still didn't address the sidewalks while nope. they're ripping up streets and stuff. They, they could have done it then. So yeah, no one cares. So I voted for this guy, but I'm thinking there's no fucking way. They just spent no. God knows how many millions of dollars redoing this stuff. What, they're going to put a pedestrian bridge? And nobody cares. Nobody cares. I mean, you have to live so freaking close to this area for it to matter that like everybody has cars in this country. Unless you're living in a big metropolitan area, changing, nobody wants to walk, period. Because like I remember 
just when we moved here, it got like Cincinnati. There, there was this. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what organization, but they rated like the walkability and bikeability of cities. Mm-hmm. And I guess the mayor of Cincinnati took it personally that we were amongst the worst. Because if you don't know about Cincinnati, number one, the city is essentially bisected by the Ohio River. Uh-huh. So that's 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 a bit of a problem. Uh, although they did, they condemned a bridge that was used to be like a highway railroad bridge and just essentially it's like well this is about it'd fall down if we put another 80 ton train across it so i know <laughs> we'll paint it purple and call it the people mover bridge uh, so people can walk back and forth from newport to cincinnati which is a fantastic okay. suggestion i yes yes but i would still be slightly uneasy about that you know what this old dilapidated piece of shit isn't <laughs> isn't worthy of well, being used anymore here walk across it there's the engine there's the flappity piece of shit in the engineering piece you know since the word in which yeah you can't put a train <laughs> know, over it i know but you can put as many fat midwesterns across as you want and it's probably got another 50 years of life in it it's true but and they also have a bunch of interstates uh, and highways just not up in downtown and just like yeah. cut up everything but they spent a lot of money and i guess it's like greatly improved they put a lot of bike paths there's some bike lanes yeah, they're, the they're getting a trolley like- system going down there all right, that works. Uh, so I, it it does work a little bit. There's also a shitload of hills here. Like if you go down yeah. by the river, it's hilly as fuck. But so is Seattle. Yeah, and so they is have, San Francisco. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say it's, it's that's not that's not it. That's a reason, but it's not an excuse. Yeah. yeah. But no, but but living in suburbs, you're proper fucked because there's, I mean, it's one of those problems. No one walks. No. Because everyone drives. Because no one walks. Because you can't. Yeah. Why you want to spend money on sidewalks? Because no one walks. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I was I'm I'm bummed because now I'm worried that the Ohio uh, I I just I don't know. I feel like that the Ohio legislator made it impossible to to do this kind of thing and that the rich investors that might want to do a better bill next time just saw them getting a a thumping for to the tune of twenty million dollars and like fuck that. So I don't know. I'm bummed. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) <laughs> uh what do we got here for questions i don't know um tyler s so i saw you release the tv podcast and realized you never gave your final thoughts on mr robot what did you guys think did we not although we did a whole thing on mr robot maybe we did it after a few episodes maybe I thought you saw the whole thing, but I, I don't mind talking don't about think, it again. Um, I don't think we'll you probably... had seen the whole thing when I had seen the whole thing, so we couldn't talk about it. No way. I, I finished it before you did because I, I watched the whole thing in like one weekend. But here's so I'll, I'll talk about it again, and we're probably going to talk about it again again on our, our Baldi's Award. Yeah. Um, is that uh, I thought the last episode was kind of a letdown. Hmm. Uh, that I, you know, I, I guess that I. It did not come to a shock that the big revelation at the end was true. And I'd kind of smoked that out a couple episodes before then. So I felt like the second episode felt like more of the finale. or The second to last episode felt like more of the finale. And the actual finale was a little bit underwhelming. And I feel like the evil corp worked better as a foil inside Elliot's mind then when you actually get out and see like, I don't know, it's like the banality of evil and you know, what, what was his girl, not his girlfriends, but the girl that he's really loved has always loved since childhood. I don't know her name. I can't remember her name. Yeah. The blonde that looks like uh, Karen from mean girls. 
I, as she got deeper and deeper in that organization, it's just like, man, this doesn't feel like a real company. Like maybe, I guess that's literally true that if they, they make a decision about whether they should fix a problem or cause a health employee, uh, a problem for their employees that a company would take out an insurance policy that would cover the, a potential judgment and also that that would actually be making money for them. So, I mean, I guess that's literally true, but it just some of the stuff just felt so evil and so over the top that it, it, it came across as almost parody, which I don't think is what they're going for. Hmm. But having said that, I'm super curious about season two, but I also don't know exactly how they can pull off a season two as satisfying as season one. That's why I'm curious about season two. I don't know where they want to go from here. That felt like a one and done seat. Like this should have been a mini series that is just a 10 episode, that nice tight 10 episodes that tells a story, introduces this very unique character. And yeah, I would like to know more about the world, but I'm afraid that they're just not going to be able to, to fill it in. What about you? Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot more story for them to reveal about Mr. Robot, about that character. Uh, we got an awful lot of it in the first season. So is season two just going to be antics? Is it going to be like, oh, there's another big bad. We got to try and dissolve here or try and thwart with our computer hacker skills. I mean, they didn't do anything to Evil Corp is the thing. Yeah, yeah, Evil Corp. And also... I, well, they did. I mean indirectly they, they did something to everybody right like the thing i'm interested to see is the aftermath of all this like mm. is it going to play out how they wanted it to play out or is there going to be some nightmare scenario that they didn't foresee right and now they're like oh fuck well we probably shouldn't have done what we did yeah i think that might be an interesting way to go with it but yeah it could be you're right it could get to like science fictiony the way that like the leftovers is like what if everyone's financial records were wiped out what would happen to civilization? Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see it too, but I'm also a, a little bit more concerned curious. It's yeah, I think, I don't know. I think they're hinting it at maybe everything not being, cause they were less than satisfied with oh, some of them were less than satisfied with, you know, the aftermath of this, like, what do we do now? You know, we accomplish our goal, but, what do we do? Sure. <laughs> like this party isn't exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. Yeah. It felt uh, a little they, empty and hollow. Yeah. And the characters are expressing that. So I think maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some hope for next season. All right. Uh, let's we'll see. see what else we got. Um, I don't know what New Hampshire is referring to. I'm sure it has something to do with legalizing marijuana or something, but maybe failed to legalize it. Ah, maybe failed to. Yeah. Maybe even twice. He says that could be, um, but yeah, they're the live maybe. for your, they're the live for your die state. So mm, what the hell? They can't, what the hell it. New Hampshire? No one can. Uh, Freddie C says any word on an international L W J and a, maybe one on Australian time. I, we did like, so we have had opportunities. We're like, we actually have a free schedule this week. We can do it anytime. Is anybody interested in, we didn't get a lot of like, it didn't feel like we got a lot of interest in people. You know, it's like everyone says that's a great idea, but when it comes time to pick an, a, a time or even a top three times where we could hit it, hit one this time and one that time and one the next time, like it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of support to it. There's also not a lot of a lot of reason to do it. I mean, if you think about it, you're going to be disappointing somebody somewhere all the time, right? Sure. Like, 
But no, I mean, you could, you could switch it around and nobody will know when the fuck it's going to happen and they'll not tune in because of that. Or you can keep it at one time all the time and people will know. I certainly don't want to. I certainly don't want to move it around willy nilly. But I think what he's going for is more like maybe a twice a year event. I don't know. Maybe like yeah. what's Australians Independence Day? Are you guys still slaves to the British Empire? <laughs> we can, yeah. I mean, maybe we could do like a special like that's like when when because that would be the ideal situation, right? Holiday, people off at work. It's kind of your country's day, and and we do it then. There we go. We'll do it on the Independence Day of every country. Of every country. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, or we'll just do we'll do one day where it's a twenty four hour lunch with Jim and Aaron. We'll do one every fucking uh, we'll just broadcast marathon it all twenty four hour. There you get, go. Get the hole from from GMT to GMT cross international dateline. We just keep on trucking. I like it. Uh, I, I if I felt like that there was some support against like if I could get all right here is lunchtime in France and the English people can go there and and the Germans can go there and 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 all there. It's like maybe I would do that and then also do one in Australia because I know we have a lot of Australian fans. But um, yeah, I mean I'm not against it. It's just that. The last couple times we tried to get one together, it was kind of a, a meh response. So, I mean, there was a couple threads in the forums where mm-hmm. I, I just feel like that there was a lot of support for it. All right. So, but yeah, I mean, I got, I got, I, I would be glad to stay up till midnight to do it or get up, you know, do one. Well, do one super early is kind of rough, but uh, I, I can stay up as late as you need me to. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you finish season three of the Americans? Wes S wants to know. Nope. I, we were so busy at that point that I stopped watching it as well. We now we are for Baldi's purposes. I think I'm going to at least try out a couple more episodes and you said you might be interested in watching more of it. Yeah. I'm going to watch the rest of the season because I mean, I hate this. I, I don't think it's going to be up for a Baldi's just because, you know, I disliked it so much in five episodes. I wanted to stop covering it, but you know, I also, part of that was, we were over busy. Yeah. Like that was, I think six podcasts a week for me, five for you. So that call, I mean, like it or not, that cover colors your opinion of it too. If you're not having fun. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. And you go into it going, Oh God, I got to watch this today. Yeah. That's not going to be a good experience. So yeah. having some free time and watching it is going to be much better. I hope <laughs> best case scenarios like now it's like Fargo and the leftovers. And even The Walking Dead, like I haven't felt like I've really been grinding. Yeah, we were talking about it the other day. Just like, you know, this seems like an acceptable level where you do yeah. three I mean, main casts a week. Then Monday, you have Tuesday, time. Wednesday are super fucking busy, but I don't feel like it's drudgery or yeah. like and it's it helps a drag. The shows are so good. Too. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Like, aside from, you know, Walking Dead, the yeah. other two shows have been amazing. So, yeah, if I could, if I could, if you could put four or five shows in front of me that are that good and that engaging. And also spaced appropriately through the week, then yeah. it might be a different story. But maybe uh, <laughs> the lunch with Jim and A Ronathon. Uh, yeah, we could do. Yeah, if we could get the, a charity involved, that'd be even better. Uh, let's see. Tyler S. Shum says, "Oh, this is he's double dipping on the Mister Robot stuff." Sam S. Mail, which I don't know if that's Ishmael, Ace Mail. Uh, S mail said that if this series was a movie season one, it would have been just the first 30 minutes of what he had planned. Really? That's interesting. Huh? Like that. That's essentially the setup for it's the, the prologue. And I, okay. I, I could see that being true. Yeah. Now we know who the characters are, who the players are. 
now let's really get into the world mm-hmm. more. But it's weird. It'd be like so. that'd be it, it, I'd be just as surprised if I heard that Fight Club was a first <laughs> yeah. in a, a trilogy. I mean, that ends ends kind of rough. Yeah, it's for what, the characters, what, what but, I'm saying is like, you yeah. know, kind of essentially it's like this was all just a, a prologue to the story I really want to tell. It's like, wow. You know, yeah. whereas like you hear you see the Matrix like, OK, yeah, sure. You got two sequels. I, I've told it by that. So, I mean, if the guy's saying that and he's not full of shit, mm-hmm. uh, then that's super exciting. Because, so. again, I'm not done. I'm not tired of the characters, the premise. I just honestly don't see any hooks where it could go. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Freddie C is talking about Ohio legalization said almost no news outlet reported the monopoly aspect of the ballot when they rolled out the Ohio votes, no on legalization articles. Yes. That's been frustrating too. Like my, <laughs> like here are the reasons why maybe it didn't pass. Yeah. It's just Ohio's uh, overwhelmed. Cause you know, a 65, 35 defeat is crushing. That is a schlacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you got a two thirds, a veto proof majority. Uh, and they're all just saying that like the AP release was essentially Ohio rejects legal weed. Okay, sure. That sounds super uninformed. <laughs> well, that's the pro. I mean, that is like I, when I journalism in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of journalism, but when I hear like AP, I expect a little bit higher standards. There's, yeah, I don't, I don't know why because there's not, you know, because they're one of the few places, the few outlets that are actually still doing journalism in any kind of just so stretched thin. Way. Although, like again, it's like there's not. Since this is a hot button topic and there's not a whole bunch of states at any given time, you know, trying to do this, you'd think that they could have a couple people or even some local resources that would much give digging. them. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Only 10 people are allowed to grow. That sounds like a monopoly. Maybe I should look into that. <laughs> you know, plus no one did any exit polling. Cause I was kind of curious. Like I really want to see the exit polls. Like, why did you vote? No, was it I'm because old. I don't want legal because I'm old. That's everything. This is an off year election, which is already brutal for young people. Yeah. You go to the web, you go to the state's website to find where you're voting. And oh, so that's the thing. Like, I just showed up to the studio late that day. If I had a job, I'd be like 30 minutes in. Fuck this. I got to get to work, man. Yeah. And it, it adversely affects people who go online, which are primarily young people, to find out where they go to vote. It's just, it's so fucking archaic. I'm feeling, I get my, so I got to go to a certain place to vote. Yeah. Even though I'm connected globally to everyone. Even though they're they're checking me in with iPads and shit. <laughs> I have to go there and I have to uh, get a paper ballot and I have to fill it in with ink and yeah. I have to slide it into a machine that then says, okay. And people so like Mr. Robot can't put someone into the presidency. Right. I know. Because if you have e-voting e- e- machines, then there's like, you know, all the anonymous is going to be go president and they, it's going to be bad news. I just feel like that they're why can't we do an open source initiative for ballot machines? I don't know because like this is an open standard. It's it's the, the machines have been verified by third parties that there's nothing. I mean, if fucking Las Vegas can certify that their blackjack machines pay out at certain statistics and stuff, why can't we hold fair and open elections in the 21st century? I, I don't know. I mean, there also have to be other provisions for people who, either don't want to or don't have online access, right? No, I'm not saying vote. No, I'm not saying vote from your home. I'm saying show up at a secure facility. It can be close to your work. It can be close to your kid's school. It can be close to your home. How does that change anything, though? What do you what do you what I'm saying is like, what are you trying to right now? I have to show up at a place that may or may not be convenient for me to show up. 
but you're still saying we'd need to do that. Well, I'm saying, but I'm saying you could go instead of having to go to one particular one, go to any of them. Like a kiosk in the mall. Well, no, I'm just saying that like right now I had to go to one where I live. Yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, was fairly convenient for me in this circumstance. So you wouldn't have been like, oh, this isn't my place to vote. Whoops. Yeah. I could have just shown up like I can't find that fucking place. Here's my ID. And oh, yep, this is you, sir. And you haven't already voted. So, but with this, the reason you have to go to a particular polling, uh, polling place is they literally look you up on a, after they look you up online, then they go to their paper rolls and they scratch your name out and they give you a ballot. And then there's your one vote. But it's like, it just seems yeah. such a fucked up weird process that, that's got to be better. I mean, I get it. You don't want, with this anonymous process, you don't want something that can't be audited and not. But I'm like, yeah. you know, we run trillions of dollars of global yeah. economy. The entire economy is built on computers. Yeah. And we don't have that much bull bullshit. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I feels like there's got to be a better way. I don't, I don't know how, but there's got to be smart people that want to do let's it. Let's let the banks run the voting. How about that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just just uh, eliminate the middleman. Sure. Uh, yeah, they've already got the software for security. We're good. Uh, D wants to know if I have seen the Night of the Seven Kings book, the Tales of Duncan Egg, and have I read them before? I'm familiar with... Uh, no, this I, is another Martin thing? Yeah, this is another Martin thing. So, like, as I... I've, I think I've said this a couple times on the tinfoil thing. I've not read anything that's not, like, the canon, except for... Oh, I don't. I thought I had it on the bookshelf. I've also got the World of Westeros, where I've I've mm -hmm. read most of the lore parts of that, um, and I've seen like the bonus material on the Blu-rays and whatnot. But I've not read any of the Duncan Egg novels, mostly because I went to set out to read them, and they're just like, "Well, this isn't a comic book, and this was in a collection of short stories, and this one's out of print." And I'm like, "Fuck that!" Like, if I, there's a bound volume, which maybe that's what you're suggesting, I would probably read them all in one spot, but. No, I, I I know what goes on in them and the gist and especially some of the tell some of the information that might be useful for figuring out what's going on in the Game of Thrones series, but I'm not actually read them. If there is yeah, oh, by the way, if there is a collection, if, if something's come out in the lab, I can't imagine I would have missed it. But if there is a exhaustive collection of all that stuff, let me know because I wouldn't wouldn't mind. Uh is it actually the tales of Dunk and Egg? Yes. I was under the impression that it was Dunk and Egg. No. Like a guy named Duncan. No, it's egg. a Sir Duncan, and Egg is uh, the okay. short name for Egg. You know, the who later became King Aegon. Okay. So yeah, uh, which, if you'll recall, the old Meister that died at the Citadel, that was his brother. Yeah. So, uh, so there's a lot of stuff that's interesting, and there's a lot of speculation that, like the 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 the, the Saruman the Dingy, is a prominent character from that series as well. Um, but I'm surprised. So there was like a collective eye roll mm. when he released that book, right? Which book? The the Duncan Egg thing that he released. Between, was there? I don't between know. the last book and now. Well, yeah, Th there the was basically an, oh my god, are you seriously doing this offshoot bullshit? Well, that well, you've I mean, got two full books to write, man. It's, it's not just that; it's the world of the world of ice and fire and other short yeah. story thing. Yeah. Like, like he keeps coming up with. I'm surprised there hasn't been just a straight up boycott. Like, fuck you. We don't want any more of your bullshit until you write these books. The junkies, dude. man. Like, I'm trying to think what, I know, but what Martin could so do. Touchy. What Martin could do to make you not buy, make me not buy the book. Like, he could continually troll He you says, I'm going to personally insert every copy of this book into my ass. 
and hold it there for an hour Impressive. and then pull it out and sell it to you. I'd probably, I'd probably well, I hope it. it's a limited edition run. <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred copies max man his that's that's why it's taking so long he actually finished it three years ago he's but got, even a man his size got, it just it's, he's only got yeah, a certain amount of capacity keep it in his ass for a while yeah i actually on reddit today uh right almost right before we recorded this you can verify this uh i was like oh my god he's so old and so fat yeah i saw a candid picture of him with a fan like a really close up like you know no makeup mm. or something i'm like man I know he's not that old, but this guy is not living the most healthy. No. And he's got a lot of writing it. I mean, he, he hasn't even started the final book. If mm -hmm. it's the final book, because he's also said things, well, maybe we'll be too. I'm like, I just really am starting to worry that he's not going to be able to finish this thing. Yeah, I told you. And I know he hates it when people say that stuff, but I'm sorry. I'm just a person that's a fan of your work and... I look at the situation. If I was sitting here like on a heart lung machine, I guarantee like beep, beep in the <laughs> background, there'd be people in the forums like, I don't know if Aaron's going to be able to finish out The Walking Dead this year. It's Who's like, Jim going to get to replace him? Does Brian Lebowski. Sanderson do podcasts? If, if he were the guy who wrote Branded and you walk into his living room and he's in a fucking iron <laughs> yes. lung, you're going to be worried about it. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like I don't well care be. about him as a human being. Yeah, I care about yeah. him as a human being. I want to be happy. Part of that is I want you to finish your work, George. I want you to get the laurels for it. Yeah, it's hilarious to me. <sighs> Not to me, man. I know. I have nothing invested in the book, so I don't care. But uh, so D, so D says it's now a beautifully illustrated volume. Okay, I'm going to look that up because, and I'm going to let you entertain the people because I want to actually put that in my cart right now if that's the case. Watch me drink. Come on, you gotta have something. I'm drinking white Russians, by the way. A Knight of Seven Kingdoms, 18 bucks. 18 bucks? Get it Monday, November 9th. Okay, so how many pages is that? I don't know. When did it come out? Did it is it just coming out now? How did I not know about this thing? Release date. Where's the release date? October 6, 2015. Huh. Huh. It's a compilation of three earlier novellas: The Hedge Knight, Sworn Sword, the Mystery Knight. Wow, these were written over the span of 12 years. Jeez. All right, so yes, I will commit to reading this before the next the next uh uh Game of Thrones stuff comes out and I'm I'm adding it. I am adding it to my cart right now. Oh, it's in Kindle. But wait a second. Is this a comic book? I don't want to read it on Kindle if it's well, a comic. It's beautifully book. illustrated. I don't know that. Yeah. Kindle I'm going to get the book. Yeah. I'm going to get the Dead Tree edition. Okay, yeah. there. Sold. I even used the uh Amazon top bald move link cannibalizing. Um, why not cannibalizing your sales? Save like three percent or something. Four percent. Uh, all right. So, do you have anything else to talk about? Not really. Because I'm out. No. I'm I've, I've vented my spleen about Mr. Robot Weed, uh, the Hedge Knight, etc. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say. All right. Well, we will be back for another one next Friday. Until then, enjoy your weekend, and I'll see you then. Until then, I fucked until up the then. outro. Until then, until then, I'm until then. <laughs> Goodbye. Until